Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about new trainers, Alice Cooper and Bush's best feature. If you do like the sound of that, then have a listen to us every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There will be more chat and some great songs thrown in for good measure. Favourite Vogue move? Let's all do it now. We know which one it is. It's that's Yeah, Bush is doing it. <laughs> don't think it's quite that. He was doing something slightly steps-ish. That was a bit steps, very wasn't steps, it? Very steps, mate. It was the shampoo move. It was the turning, so the shampooing why, move. I was watching Through the Keyhole the other night and they were going around H from Steps' house in America. <gasps> oh, is he in America? He's done well for himself. Good lad. I don't want to do him down in any way, but like, let's just be honest with, with where he was at pop career-wise. He yeah. was in Steps. Yeah. What's he doing now? I don't know. He's got a leather house. What's it? What's what did they find? They what were fr- the clues? What I love through the keyhole. What were the clues? He had loads of different shimmering jackets and a walk-in wardrobe. Okay. His walk-in wardrobe was was something else. It was like Elton John's back room. W- were they all the same jacket? Because that's weird. Though some you, people do that, don't they? Men do that. You go into their wardrobe and there's like ten <laughs> of the same leather jacket. <laughs> well, we, we're not going to discuss your wardrobe for now, Bush. We're going to discuss H's wardrobe. But was it all sort of weird trainers lined up, the same brand? Lots of lots of different trainers, lots of sparkling kind of Eurovision-esque type suits. Yeah. But I know what you mean about that. Wasn't it David Copperfield, the, the, the magician? Lovely. Who had 501 pairs of Levi 501s. It's just the rumour I heard. He loved those jeans so much that he bought hundreds of them. I, Simon Cowell oh. does it as well, doesn't he? Cowley does. He does, yeah. doesn't he? The same block heel Cuban missile shoes <laughs> and uh, those extraordinary long gusseted trousers that he, that he favours. I love, I love, I'm obsessed with his jeans and shoe combo. <sighs> the, way, the way the back of his bell-bottom jeans fray over the top of those leather shoes. Is it a bell-bottom or is it a boot cut? I think it's a boot cut. I think you're right. I think, I think it is a boot cut. cut. It's a boot I cut. I don't think you'd ever... A bell-bottom for Cal would be too messy. Yeah. Wouldn't it? It'd be too flappy. Flap about as he's getting in and out of his limousine. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yes. It's a belt. It's definitely a boot cut. It's a boot cut. Yeah. Boot cut for Cal. Louise Maloney has just pointed out uh, a very important fact, which I'd never noticed in that song. It's very demanding. Very demanding song, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort of prodding. Wake up, wake up, get up, get up. Wake up, wake up, get up, get up. Give us a break, mate. Yeah. Maybe you've been working early all week. You just want you've booked a lie in. Big. And can you go to sleep if someone's woken you up? Never. Can you, hell? Because it's getting lighter earlier and stuff as well, isn't it? I hate that thing when you've booked a lion and it gets scuppered. Yes. I hate that. Also as well, when you leave your normal alarm on... Yeah. And you've got, a, you've got a day off, like we had a bank holiday a few weeks back or whatever. Oh, you left your work alarm on oh, bank holiday Monday. Matey. I'm, can yeah. you go back to sleep? Never. Never. How does your alarm go? What's your alarm? Mine goes... Urgent. Horrible. Horrible. What about your alarm? Oh, it's it's annoying. It's trying to be soothing. Yeah. It's a sort of harp glissando. No, the one. But it is absolutely <laughs> horrible. It's you, tortuous. Do you hear that on the train or in public transport when it's someone else's ringtone and feel sick like you're waking up from like a bad dream and you've overslept and you've got to get to work? Ah. Yes. So I, I'll tell you what as well, weirdly, just talking about dreams, I don't think you can beat that panic of waking up after you've had a dream about doing a wee. Oh, happened to me the other night. Dreaming, wee. I was doing a wee, and then you wait, you're going to wake up and think there's a minute where you just have to have a little yeah. pad, pad around, don't you think? Have you have you got fine? Have you got a little 
little bottle by your bed. We'll follow by my bed. No, that'll come. That'll come. That'll happen at some point. That'll come. Yeah. Uh, now, Bush, I need to run something by you quickly. Yes. This week might possibly have been the week of. Why? What is in this bag? Dodgy. It's springtime. Oh, I must get some new clothes. Error. Yeah. Whoa! Look at those, Mel. There, it, it's. A, it, I'm, I've pulled out of my bag. It's a chunky grey trainer. Wow. I, I'm just worried, Bush. This is the shoe of a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> Please be honest with me, mate. As a man, be honest. Oh, no, I like them. Are you sure? Weirdly enough, right? They were showing Spice World, the movie. <gasps> they are quite spicy, aren't they're they? They're very Spice World. These are new. They're, they're a big chunky sole. Uh, and they've got, yeah, they're all grey with a grey lace. They're Nike Air, they've got stars all around them and like a tick down is, the is left and right. Is that a bit try-hard? No, I'm, be I'm, honest, be honest. I like them. For me, that says, I want to get out and about, the weather's getting better, let's get on with the summer. That's what those shoes say to me. Should I worry that Bush likes them? Just a thought. <laughs> uh, That's not fair. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bush, it's a I'm trap. sorry. It's a I'm big sorry. track. Bush making himself laugh um, by doing a sort of robotic Vogue movement. Well, that's what's in the video. Do you know, we've yeah. had a lot of songs yeah. on this show, even though it's in its early stages today, with dance moves that go yeah. along with it. Yes. Isn't that weird? Yes. It's almost like you can keep fit and get exercise on a Saturday lunchtime just by listening to us. Yes. It's almost like, ooh. Oh. Now, this dance move would be uh, we'd be in leotards with a little bit of chiffon coming off the edge yep. in a sort of modern dance type way. We'd have soft pumps and we'd be running through a little forest. That'd be amazing. I'd run to the front of the stage with my chiffon cape billowing behind me. <laughs> A bit like Kate Bush might do. And you might have a little mask. Not a full mask, just a whiff of a mask over your eyes. Oh, I love a whiff of a mask. <laughs> now, oh, it's the Ledger of Legends. Yeah. I've got to say, mate, I'm pretty pleased with uh, today's choice of ledge. I'm not going to lie. This is where, by the way, if you've only just joined us, we have a real ledge, a ledger, in front of us here. It's gold and everything. And we write down every week something that we think really needs to be, to be buffed, to be trumpeted. Yeah, buff it up. Something that doesn't get the credit it normally gets. It exactly. deserves, basically. Do you know what? In today's Ledger of Ledge, Bush, I hope you agree with this. Yeah. Sorry, it's always me that chooses. Sorry, mate. I'm fine with that situation. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to put the one, the only, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. In our Ledger of Ledge. Wow. He took part over the Easter weekend a couple of weeks ago yeah. in the live version of Jesus Christ Superstar on NBC. In America. Now that is high risk doing a play live on telly, I imagine. A musical. Musical. Live. Yes. Haven't actually seen it yet. Interestingly, Jesus was played by John Legend. Oh, wow. Another ledger of ledge legends. Yes, indeed. But not for today. Herod was played by Alice Cooper. He was in a sort of orange rock god ensemble. Yeah. Uh, with a kind of uh, walking stick with a massive skull on the end. The makeup was in place, i.e., halfway down his cheeks. Apparently, he was amazing. I can't think of a better person to play King Herod. Herod. The best baddie of all time. Cooper as Herod. Love it. So, if that's all right with you, Bush. Oh, let's do it. I'd like you, please, to immortalise Alice Cooper as Herod in the live version of Jesus Christ Superstar. He's got about, oh, how long's the song? A couple of minutes? Good luck with that, Bush. Here Thank we go. Thank you much. Come on, Poddingtons, Poddingtons, Poddington, Poddington 2, Poddington 2. Right, let's open the tin of questions. Yeah, ma'am. 
all of these little questions written by people in our office. Mm. Try and get one out of the tin. Oh, my God. Okay, I go. don't know the people in the office well enough. That that worries me. I feel I should go and, I don't know, just can, get to know them. Can I walk you around like uh, the Duchess of Kent <laughs> and introduce you to people? Hello. Hello. What do you do? Oh, really? What is it you do? Oh, how interesting. Do you normally sit here every day? Is this your computer? Hello. Question is, what is Andy Bush's best feature? <gasps> oh. Bush's best feature. Feature. My best feature. It must be very hard to choose one, Mel. There's yeah. so many, isn't there? I like your hands, Bush. Do you? Thank yeah. you very much. You've got lovely, artistic, clean, um, well manicured, but not overly manicured, which would worry me because I think, <laughs> ooh, Bush is a bit in love with himself. They're just lovely, very nice, artistic, but manly, but yet sensitive. Oh, thank you, Mel. Sort of, you know, tapped into your wom- womanly side. <laughs> hands. I've been. I've just bought some hand lotion recently because you know in the winter you go a bit like your hands oh, go a now, bit. Now it's all gone. Oh, I've now, lost the room. Lost the room. Now it's all gone. On the word lotion. Come on now. You completely lost me, and you, also Louise Maloney. You've got to look after your hands, folks, haven't not you? Not with lotion, Bush. What do you do to look after your hands if not but for lotion? Rub them on some bark or something. <laughs> Rub them on some bark. <laughs> what you don't need lotion? That'll make them go all sort of pampery. Really? Yes. They did feel weird after I put lotion on. It made me feel like uh, I'd been handling like an overheated sausage roll in a microwave. Didn't <laughs> you get a greasy hand? Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Horrid. So, so I'll, I'll knock the lotion on the head. Bush, what's going on, mate? You did a face mask. I know. And you've put lotion on your hands. Are you worried about getting old or something? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm, I'm worrying about the, the, like, the tide of time. And I need to, you know, do some things to arrest the advance. Yeah, don't go for a Gary Newman sort of... <laughs> Well, actually, you don't need to. You've got a full head of hair. Don't go down that route. But I'll try. I'll try anything. I'll try any little. Uh, maybe it's because I've moved to Essex and it's wall-to-wall oh. beauty salon, salons and stuff in Essex. Oh, there's a lot of pampering, isn't there's there? A lot. They love a pamper. But in Essex. for guys as well. For guys, like probably as much as the girls. How interesting. Yeah. Would you ever get rid of any hair? No, do you know what? I was just going to mention this because I'm in the in the market for a new like razor thing at the moment, you know, electric razor, yeah. and. Um, my other half, Katie, was telling me that the footballers are always advertising them now because the big thing is not just shaving your beard, it's like shaving everywhere else. What, does so, Martin Keown do that? I, I, don't, I think Martin no. Keown, older school footballer, he wouldn't do it. But no. these new generation of footballers now shave everywhere. Like a Duncan Goodhue. Like a Duncan Goodhue. Oh, that's not nice. Well, that's what they do. And that's what these new razors, these electric razors, are all advertising that. Yeah, but you'd get awful stubble. Wouldn't you? And that would be really nasty. You'd be like a sort of big nail file. (laughs) You would. You would. You'd be horrid. I know. I think it doesn't bear thinking about. Don't go down that route, Bush. I promise you I won't. Stay with us. We must protect you. I always have a slight twinge when I hear that song. And I do love that song. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I do remember times of yore in my teens, uh, walking up, uh, say, Portobello Road, Hearing uh-huh. a bit of reggae and trying to do some reggae moves. Oh, what is a reggae move when well, just it's at a, home? Just a kind of, you know, a cool, you know, like a, a cool saunter. walk, a cool saunter. And that slightly gives me gives me a twitch. And I think, <laughs> why did I do that? I reckon you can pull off a reggae move. No, mate. I reckon you can. What, from Leatherhead? Really? Yeah, probably a bit of a stretch, but you can do it, Mel. I, w- I wouldn't put yourself down. Have you ever done some reggae moves? I've never done reggae moves. I've never strayed into reggae territory. Look at me. Look at the state of me. <laughs> Oh, here we go. It is time. Oh, I was previous. 
I was previous. previous. No. Blown it. It's it's a one chance wonder with that. <laughs> if you miss it, that's it. You can't get on the bus. Uh, Bush's Red Letter Day, a joy to us all. Bush, we know it's the 14th of April. We know that. We know that. What day actually is it? Well, it's April the 14th, in the middle of April, obviously. Yes. And it is World Straw Hat Month. Oh, it's a whole month. A whole month of celebrating straw hats. Have you ever donned one? I've never donned a straw hat. Actually, maybe I have. Well, on holiday, you know, sometimes on holiday you end up yeah. with those kind of like straw yeah. hats to keep the sun off your face. Yeah, yeah. And you think, oh, this will look great when I get back to the UK. And boy, do you get the Mickey <laughs> taken. Yeah. Totally. End up leaving it there. Well, listen, I've got three amazing hat facts. Good. For everybody. Strong. Here we go. Fact number one. Hat fact. Number one. Hat fact. White tall chef hats traditionally have a hundred pleats to represent <gasps> hundreds of ways an egg can be prepared. Oh, that's ludicrous. That apparently is true. I mean, the hat itself does look quite like a souffle, which has just risen. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I like that fact. There you go. Fact, fact number two about hat hats. Fact. Elizabeth I had a law according to which every person older than seven years old had to wear a cap on Sundays and holy days. I can totes believe that. Imagine that. And I can imagine it. It's a little white skull cap that you tie underneath your chin. Oh, yeah, like in, like in a cartoon. Yeah, like in Wolf Hall with Mark Rylance. Love that. Love yeah. Wolf Hall. Love Wolf Hall. Fact number three about hats. Hat fact. In Fargo, North Dakota in America, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a law that forbids dancing whilst wearing a hat under the penalty of jail. Uh, hang on. Yes. Is that in force at the moment? I think it is. I even Googled it on a separate page just to double-check it, and it's still an actual old-fashioned law. I think we should go there and test it out. Put it to the test. Good. Bush, very strong hat facts. Thank you. You're on fire today, mate. I really am. Thank you very much. Alice Cooper as Herod, that was amazing. Hat facts, that was amazing. What's going on? Let's hope I haven't peaked too soon and the rest of the show might be a mild disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't realise the mics were on. Every time, Bush. I sing the way that people like football chant. I've discovered that. Ever. Ever in. That's me singing along to a song in the car. Are you the sort of person at a football game that will start up the chant or do you let it, you know, let somebody else do that? I, I, I'll go along with the chant, but I don't have the. What if you start a chant and no one wants to do it? That'd be that so would awful, be awful, wouldn't it? Nightmare. Or what if it's a bit out of date? Yeah, it's like a mate. He's, he didn't play. He stopped playing for a couple of years ago. Get your facts straight. That'd be so bad, wouldn't it? You'd have to leave. Uh, yes, yes. Wouldn't you? I hope you've got some nice chants because sometimes they are a bit mean, Bush. Oh, well, an Everton chant is, it's a grand old team to play for, it's a grand old team to support. Oh, and you still sing that? Yes, still that's sing that. That's really nice. Oh, that's really nice. How does it go? It's a grand old team, team to play for. for. It's, it's a grand, grand old team, team to, to support. support. Is there a tune there, or is it just a... There's a bit of a plinky clunky uh, piano yeah, thing in the background. It's a grand old team, team to, to play. play for. Oh, it sounds really nice and polite. Yeah, and you started this out by uh, doing a shout-out for Martin Keown. He's an ex-Everton player, so he oh. will know that song now. I've got to come clean, lads. I met Martin Keown. You are. You met him. That's amazing. Isn't in it? the most unexpected of places, a church. You met Martin Keown on in a Sunday. church. On, on Easter, Easter Sunday. Sunday, it gets even better. I know. He was delightful. Nice chap. Really nice chap. Makes me want to support Everton and also Arsenal, both teams uh, for whom I believe he played. What an interesting and unexpected route into football fandom for you there, Mel. I know. Was he getting baptised or something? I like the idea no. of him being baptised. No, he was in that church because he'd been baptised in that church. Yeah. 
you know, 50-ish years ago. Mm. So he'd gone there on Easter Sunday. Can I ask you a question about Martin Keown at church? Did he go for just the, uh, what's the the bread called? Communion. The communion. Did he have that (laughs) on its own? It's really sort of teacherly communion. Communion. Did he have that on its own or did he then wait and have the wine as well? Do you know what? I we'd spotted him. Well, my husband had spotted him. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that thing where I watched every move he made <laughs> in a slightly, you know, celebi fangirl story type thing. Yeah. So I don't know because oh. I didn't look at him once. Will he be back there next weekend? Who knows? I won't be, sadly, oh. but who knows? Who knows? Anyway, listen, I must ask you, my love, I'm sorry, I've hogged all the precious chat time with my own stories. Um, <sighs> how's your week been? Hey, Mel, thank you for asking. My week has been about face masks. Ooh. Face masks. I've always thought them as things that can help you out and look better and stuff like that. I've never tried one before. Uh, And obviously when you get beyond 40, I think you normally try and do everything you can to hold back the tide of ageing. Absolutely. Every little thing helps. Middle of the week, my other half, Katie, convinced me uh, to try a face mask with her in the evening. Okay. Oh, she's adorable. So we thought, well, let's have a go at it. Now, I thought face masks were, you just put the cream on your face and lie there for a bit. Yeah. Maybe with a couple of slices of um, cucumber on your eyes. Cake, yeah. A bit of cake on your face. But it's not. It it was the the, uh, face mask that she got. Uh, You opened a sachet and it had like a little rubber mask in it. Oh, sinister. Have you seen these things before? They're a bit Silence of the Lambs, aren't they? Yes. Put the lotion in the basket. It was a bit like um, (laughs) rubber, it was like a rubber masquerade mask. Ooh. You put it on your face after you've wet your face a little bit, and then you think, all oh, right, nothing's really happening, and you're lying on your back. And then it foams up. What? Like, like magic. The mask foams up. I've never tried one of those. Weirdest thing I've ever experienced did in it, my entire life. Did it go life. very taut as well at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, that's quite unnerving, isn't it? And I, yeah, you can't think at all, you're not talking like that. It foamed and foamed and foamed uh, to the point where I ended up looking like... Um, Get a picky on the website, mate, come on. Do you remember the uh, 80s... Um, yes, I do. Version? <laughs> do you remember the 80s? Yes, I do. do you remember Beauty and the Beast was an American late 80s TV series? Hang on. And he was like a lion type. It was like a guy with bad lion makeup. I, that rings a real ruddy bell, actually. Or actually, I actually looked a bit like the lion from The Wizard of Oz. Oh, Bert La. Oh, yes, but that was strange. He has that weird mask. Oh, oh. The picture. Uh, Bush, that needs to go. Have you put that out already? I will I will put this out that during the show. is utterly terrifying. How bad you, is that? You look like um, somebody out of the band Kiss. <laughs> Who's, who's had a who's had a few too many and has and has got to bed. Some of the foam late. has come down from my nostrils and it looks like I've got fangs. <laughs> Your eyes look really strange. They're sort of pulled up, aren't they, from the eyebrows? It's so bad. I don't think I'm ever going to do a face mask. Is this what you lot do when you're putting face masks on? That looks like a fairly extreme version, mate. That's the Halloween version of a face mask. Did it work? Did did you? Oh dear, Bush, that's wrong. There's yeah. another picture. Is the foam's got a bit bigger? I think that I think those need to be seen by our delightful and gorgeous listenership. So uh, get those, get those online. I'm a bit scared of you now. Oh, now this is strong. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I ate seven eggs on Easter Sunday. Too much? Question mark. Wow. Now I would ask at this point: Is this person, do you think, talking about an egg that's come out of a chicken <laughs> or a chocolate egg? Because I would say oh. seven eggs from a chicken is. Way too much. much. That's going to send your cholesterol reading sky high. I always worry about egg eating. Let's let's start with normal like chicken eggs, right? I love eggs. Can I just say? I love them. I, I love, love eggs. I love. I've really got into hard boiled eggs. Recently. Oh, I adore a hard boiled. How long do you boil yours for? I do it for like fifteen minutes. Ooh. Is that too long? I, I'd go for I'd go for slightly less, but no, I, I think it's fine. How long have you been boiling them Eight. for? Eight minutes. Mm. So probably it's a little bit soft in the middle. Still, little bit, maybe too soft. 
Mm, maybe we meet mm. in the middle somewhere. Yeah, 12. So let's go for 12. Yeah, or 11. Um, but I like, I love bringing a hard-boiled egg in oh, tinfoil to work. To work with a bit of salt. Feeling that in your pocket means you know you, you're going to have a great day. Isn't it? Isn't that good? But I think That's there's a, a really good idea. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Do it. Yeah, it's a great Take idea. Take it to your rehearsals for your play. Oh. <laughs> Can you stop them during <laughs> Act 3 and just say, I'm just going to peel this egg, I'll be right back with you? Actually, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be very good for energy in the interval. It would do. You wouldn't be popular with your workmates because it does stink the stage out, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's worth yeah. a go. But yeah. I think there's a point with eggs where you just, you know, there's a certain point with eggs, same with fish, where you've just had enough and you don't yeah. want to touch it again for yeah, a bit. Exactly. There's an egg limit. I think chocolate eggs, seven, is absolutely standard. Unless you're talking big ones. Yeah, I, if they're talking big ones, that's that's how Elvis died. I know. I, I once ate, in its entirety, within about four minutes, a whole big crunchy Easter egg and the crunchies within. Wow. Looked at the calorie content, it was something like 3,200. <laughs> I felt absolutely sick at myself. But you can't stop. Once you get oh, going in an egg, once you've smashed an egg up with your fist as well, oh. how do you open the egg up, the Easter egg? Oh, I, I start, it's like Willy Wonka. It's like Charlie from um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'll start very dainty and kind of reverential, and then I will just rip Tear and in. woof. Yes. I love that. I might have to take us to a 24-hour garage and go and get some eggs. Right, enough of this tittle-tattle, piffly, piffaramery, rura. It is time now for Tell Mel. This is the point of the show where I am like your agony aunt, but I'm a really nasty one. Right, you can ask me anything. Don't expect a soft reply. Come along. Hi, Mel. It's Alice. For the upcoming bank holiday, I want to stay in PJs all day and watch box sets for three full days. But my boyfriend wants to go on a walking holiday. What do I do? Chuck him, Alice. He's no longer needed. He does not agree with you. You have nothing in common. Nothing about the two of you fits. Nothing works. Alice, get rid of him today before the bank holiday. Next, please. Hi, Mel. It's Graham. A few weeks ago, I ate half my girlfriend's Easter egg and blamed the dog. Should I fess up or leave well alone? Graham, never use the words fess and up in my presence again. How dare you contact me and use that low decorous youth speak? Chucker, that's what I say. Next. Hi, Mel. My name's Emma. My kids won't go to bed until after midnight. Please help. Oh, dearie, dearie, dear. Emma, my friend, talk to them stiffly in the nursery. Warm up some milk at about 5pm. Make them drink the milk and then at 6pm, read them some nice, energising literature. Something from the Jane Austen canon or something like that. You will find they will go off to sleep like magic. Um, yes, good. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hear more larks aplenty like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Show. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast. <laughs>